that is a problem you should definitely get checked for the anemia because that is like a sign no and then i search it up and it's like pica do you know like pica? yeah that's pica pica there you go. <laughs> i don't know what it is pica 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 <laughs> With, it's crazy because with pica like um people do weird stuff like no i like i they, was reading it and i'm like that's not was me. eating dirt there's someone that like which is super dangerous like they would they would um eat paint like off the like they'll like but why like the why, do, off the why do people like what is like why what is your body missing iron yeah but like i don't know i can't even tell you what are the reasons someone would want to eat dirt I think it's like you're missing a nu- like a nutritional. It's I guess it's that bad where like your body's like trying to find iron in different ways or something because you obviously don't eat enough. So it's just like craving the most weird things. Yeah. Yeah. No, I search it like why do I love ice so much during pregnancy? Because like with my first pregnancy, same thing. I loved ice. Like I love it. And then after I gave birth, like I didn't need the ice. Uh huh. Not that I don't. I don't need it to survive. <laughs> But, like, I enjoy it. Like, I enjoy the crunch. I enjoy the cold in my mouth. Like, and, like, swallowing it. Like, I love ice. That's so funny. And then, like, so I search up, and it's like, you have pica. Pica. (laughs) You have pica. This is something to be concerned about because you're going to want to eat dirt. And I'm like, what? Okay, no, 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 no. I don't want dirt. I don't want paint. Like, that's I was like, weird. calm down. So then I just didn't think anything. Of, I th- I figured it it did have a little bit. I remember when mom used to like ice a lot. Mm-hmm. She ended up being very anemic, remember? Yeah. Dude, she would like eat cups of ice. Like it was so random. No, I know. And like I'm getting crazy. there. You really like do you serve yourself ice at home? Yes, with water. And I finished the water because this is the thing. This is the way I do it. If I if it's just ice by itself, it's too hard. But you water it down with water, and so it becomes, like, oh God, super yum have, and like, icy. <laughs> you have, like, a plan for this. I'm, like, oh I'm yeah, concerned. no, I know. This is what I looked it up, and that's what it told me that. And I'm, like, oh, whatever like it is. Your, it's, like, I, your drug. You're, like, yes, yeah, so there's a, there's a schedule for this. There's a plan. Like, <laughs> that's how I attack And you it. know what? There's a special cup that I use, too. Oh, my God. <laughs> it has to be, like, one of those cups that, like, are instant. Like, it's, like, the cups that have silver on the inside, like a Yeti cup. But Yeti's uh-huh. too cold because then your ice won't melt. I like for it to be a little melty so that when it crunches, it, it crunches. You're not, like, breaking your teeth. Yeah. yeah so yeah. it's, like, the, the cheaper version of a Yeti cup. That's, like, the perfect cup for me. And then you put water or whatever. You finish the water. And so the ice is, like, melty. Dude, so, like, the other day, like, Raymond threw my ice cup. And I was uh-huh. like, excuse and you were like, me? Not- <laughs> I was like, you did what? <laughs> he was like, baby, like, it was You were like, I was letting it. Yeah. I was letting it water <laughs> Do down. Do you understand <laughs> what I was doing? He was like, baby, it was just ice. You can get more ice. I'm like, no, no, no. No, you're like, why was I so annoyed? I was so annoyed, dude. I was like, don't throw away my eyes. Like, please. This is when I started thinking. This is when I researched it. (laughs) When you're like, if I got mad about it. Yeah, if I got a problem, maybe. Dude, it might be an issue. So that's when I was like, "Mm." so anyway, that's it. Well, well, I don't think you have pica, but you certainly have 
some symptoms of anemia, so you should get that checked out. <laughs> Shit, dude. I know. I'll tell the doctor anyway, when I go back. Welcome to another episode of Girls Guide. Um, we're here with myself, Sienna. And myself, Clicia. And we're here to talk about to talk a little bit more about pregnancy. We we last time we talked a little bit about how how to get pregnant. And now you're pregnant. Let's say your your test is positive and you're like, what is the next step? Yeah. What are the next steps? What do I have to do? What do you mm-hmm. have to do? Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the first most important thing, and I'm sure like for, for especially for, it's kind of hard if you're not planning to get pregnant, but for the people at least planning to get pregnant or like are actively trying, like you always need to be taking prenatal vitamins be- before. Um. And what's really important about that is in these prenatal vitamins, you have folic acid. Folic acid is like super important for forming the the baby's like spinal cord pretty much. And the spinal cord forms at week five. And you pretty much find out you're pregnant at week four or five. So like Mm. it's it's such a close window. Like it's that you don't want to catch it too. I mean, at the same time, I think it's it's one of those. yeah, you could. I mean, baby could also. You can never take a prenatal in your life, and baby's born perfectly healthy. It's yeah, yeah, just yeah. I'm not to, saying it's yeah. just to prevent possible like birth neural neural tube birth defects, um, which would be like if you were if like okay, well, you could get enough folic acid in your diet. So like a lot of people are not deficient in that, but you just always want that extra just in case, um, because of that, and like pretty much babies who have that like uh like the neural tube defects it's like spina bifida where they have like a little like thing on the on the end of their spine so so that's why they recommend taking prenatal vitamins also like just to be safe and always be like have all your vitamins and intact and stuff that's so that's very the first interesting step. yeah because when i first got pregnant i, I don't I, was i taking i think i might have been already taking prenatals because of covid weird but what? in covid what do you mean so um covid year like it was covid uh-huh. year and i had a friend tell me who works in in like in health care mm-hmm. and she was like honestly just take like a prenatal just take prenatals because it has all the vitamins you need and like and then and take some vitamin c and whatever whatever but they're like, like everything to prevent covid or what does she mean just or like to just to help, help your immunity. immunity yeah and so mm-hmm. I was already taking prenatals before I was trying to get pregnant. I was taking it because of the COVID situation, like just taking mm-hmm. your vitamins. But I'm like, isn't that weird? Like to take. And so I was just taking like a regular prenatal because it's just like a multivitamin. Kind yeah. Of thing. It's already a multivitamin. Yeah. So thankfully, I was already taking it before, you know, I got pregnant. But mm-hmm. I never once I did get pregnant, they're like, OK, so you have you have to make sure to take your prenatals. I'm like. I remember asking you, like, why? Like, what What would happen? So mm-hmm. it's very interesting because I mean, a not lot of like people don't, don't know. Yeah, like, and it's not like if you don't take it, like, that's going to happen. And like like you said, like, there's a lot of babies that are, everything's fine and the mom doesn't take prenatals or anything. But, like, it's just it's just like an extra thing that a doctor will recommend to you. And, and that's pretty much why it prevents, like, just healthy development. I, I mean, it prevents, like bad development of the the baby's spine so that's pretty interesting that's like at week five that's happening in your body um yeah so a lot of people are like when do you actually go to the doctor because like 
Because what was it your first first pregnancy that you went kind of early? Yeah. So actually, when I well, remember, I found out at four weeks. So yeah. like, and you f- went right away, right? I that. called that Monday and I told them how many weeks I was, and they're like, "Well, it's a little too early for you to come, but you can come and um, we can like make sure confirm the pregnancy." That's pretty much like what they're gonna do at the beginning. Like they're not gonna go do yeah. a whole sonogram. And if the baby's heartbeat, you won't be really able to hear it. They can't detect it. They're like, but if you want us to try to detect the baby's heartbeat, um, I can. We can schedule you for eight weeks. And I remember thinking, like, so I'm pregnant, and like, mm-hmm. I have to wait four weeks to go to the actual doctor to see if everything's cool and good. Yeah, it's crazy, right? Mm-hmm. So I think heart starts forming at like six or seven weeks. So like, that's when you could have that. But before that, like the heart's not formed yet, so you're not going to hear anything. So a lot of the doctors will be like, just wait until you're seven weeks to schedule your appointment. Um, I mean, like in your case, like he, they at least like confirmed your pregnancy with the blood test. But like, that's not really necessary. Like, you don't have to do that in the beginning. Like, you don't have to go to get an appointment to confirm it. I, I don't know. Like, I don't think that's I think, super necessary. Yeah, it's not necessary. I think if it's your first, you feel like you need to do You want you to, need do to pull something. all the stops. Yeah. yeah, you're like, you have to go. I have to check to see, like, if it's true. Like, you just are way more You want to confirm it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, with your second one, I don't think you went to do that. I think you no, just No, and I was okay with waiting the three weeks until they would possibly hear a heartbeat and stuff. Yeah. Um, but it, it is interesting to, like, mm-hmm. I remember being like, so, like no one like i can't even go get like a here like you would imagine that like the moment you find out you're pregnant like go to the doctor but like no mm-hmm. they were like okay so we're scheduled for eight weeks and i'm like currently the four weeks and i'm like mm-hmm. you're like but i want to see the doctor like i yeah, want to ask sure questions i want to make sure like and they're yeah. like we can't do anything for you up until then like there's not like just take your yeah. prenatals is what they told me I'm yeah like, okay so pretty much like it's interesting but yeah like that's mm-hmm. so you typically will go what would you recommend like eight weeks seven weeks i would say yeah schedule schedule your appointment for like seven eight weeks because like you're like you don't want to waste a visit and going and they're going to be like oh sorry like we can't even hear it but try next week like just go i would just schedule for that and then Um, typically you only get three sonograms yeah i think that's the most insurance three could be four but three it depends on like if you're it could be three i think it depends Right. If like also it depends on the clinic, like some clinics do more or less. Maybe it's like a personal decision of the doctor. Okay. I don't really know. Like yeah. I know my doctor covers three sonograms with our, my mm-hmm. insurance. So they'll say like if you come too early, like we're going to use one of your sonograms and like and and yeah. they'll do different types of sonograms, like a vaginal mm-hmm. sonogram. And then they'll do one like on the belly, like where they go over. Mm-hmm. And I guess once it's with babies older, babies further along you don't have to go through vaginally yeah vaginal is usually to confirm pregnancy so at your first appointment they'll confirm pregnancy it's with the vaginal ultrasound um and it literally just like det- that's where it detects a heartbeat and it's a lot you get a lot better like if you were to try to do an abdominal one super early like it's a lot harder and like you might not see the baby's heartbeat like so they just go do the vaginal approach in the beginning but then yeah like i think that's the only time i don't i don't think you like continuously do vaginal i think the next time it will be abdominal yeah and then like your first uh visit what do they test you for i know they took blood out for me yeah 
So the first visits the probably the most important. You get like all your blood tests. You get like all your like counseling on what to look for, like foods to avoid. And we could talk about the foods and stuff. But the blood, they they check for they pretty much check like, OK, you're, they're checking your anemia, like your blood count. They're checking if you have like high infections or if you have any infections at the at that moment. They're checking for syphilis. Like infections like oh, like an STD. Stuff? yeah like they're checking for just like if you're sick like they'll be able to see it like or if you oh. have like yeah like they're just making sure you're healthy like are are you or good? like a urinary like, infection or yeah. like something mm. yeah and in, in actually in pregnant people it's really common for a pregnant person to have a uti that's asymptomatic so they won't know so they have to test it they have to test your urine for like bacteria because like if you do it's called asymptomatic bacteria, urea, urea, or something like that, and um, it could lead to p- uh, pyelonephritis, which is a kidney infection, and like you would have never known because you had no symptoms. So they test for that, and it's like common in pregnant people. So they test for that. They check your urine. They check your your like blood count. They check for syphilis because syphilis um, is pretty common and it's in the blood. Um, they check for all STDs because what people don't know is like STDs can cause like problems with development. Um, like there are a few that cause problems. I want to say syphilis causes some problems. And obviously, like if someone's positive for HIV, they have to be on like antiretroviral therapy. Like you have to have all the like, I guess, all the treatments necessary so that the baby doesn't be like be born with HIV. Um, so yeah, so you do all like those testings in the beginning. They also they also test for like the vaccine, like um, your I guess your antibodies to like vaccines like rubella, which is can cause major heart like defects in the baby if if you have rubella when you're pregnant, or like mumps, measles, like all those. They have to test for all those to see if you're like immunized. If you're not immunized, so it's kind of confusing, and I'm gonna like try to make it in the most simple way. If there are some vaccines that you can't receive when you're pregnant. So like the measles, mumps, rubella one, you can't because it's it's called a live vaccine. And it doesn't mean you're injecting somebody with the disease, but it's like a live form of it. So when you're pregnant, that could attack the baby. Mm-hmm. So they don't do any live vaccine. So chicken pox vaccine is also live. So you won't get that. So there, there. I have seen patients who are not immunized and they don't have their immunizations for that, but they can't get it. So usually it will be like, you need to get this vaccine after you, you're like postpartum and you're just like literally hoping that they don't contract. Usually, I mean, it's pretty eradicated in the United States. Like you don't see people coming to the office with rubella. Like that's random. But like in you the just case want, that you like hope it were that to th- happen, it's not good at all. No. Yeah. So they'll check all of those vaccines. They recommend getting your flu shot. Like in all all the trimesters, you can get a flu shot. Um, they recommend getting COVID vaccines now. Um, so yeah, they're like pretty much they're establishing a baseline. If you're high risk for diabetes, they'll establish they'll get your sugars right away. And like if you're someone who's like overweight, has uh, like if you already had a history of diabetes or your parents have diabetes or something, they'll usually test for your diabetes. If not, they'll just wait to like your twenty something weeks, twenty six, mm-hmm. twenty four. Um, so yeah, that's like the first labs you do. And then when you go back at like 11 weeks or 10 weeks or 12 mm-hmm. weeks, you get more tests done, but it's more, they're testing the baby, right? But I don't, I never yeah. understood like how they get your blood 
and they're able to one see the gender see their chromosomes see their through my blood like i don't get it yeah so like um it, I I want to say like the and I've always wondered this too and I I think I searched it up like a while back because I was curious about that too I think that the like the gen I think want to say like the genetic material is in the mom or something because I always wondered like how are they, if they're not getting the blood from the actual baby how are they able to tell what chromosomes the baby has from the mom huh and like yeah how are they able to tell like they have X Y or X you know what I mean like. Mm-hmm, what they are mm-hmm. boy or girl like how can they through how my blood they like they take my blood out and they're like okay we're testing your blood i guess like when you're pregnancy like your blood i don't know it's super weird like to the me genes like i don't think like not the genes don't mix but they like maybe the components of their genetic makeup like is in your blood or in your serum but with yeah with that test you're talking about it's usually like 10 weeks or 11 weeks and they're pretty much testing for genetic abnormalities, which is the highest reason for miscarriages, especially in the first trimester. Usually, like, it's really sad because um, moms who have miscarriages, they'll be like, what did I do wrong? Like, was it because I did this workout and, like, did some activity that made me lose the baby? And, like, a lot of the time, like, we're like, no, like, this is not your fault. And, like, things like this just happen. Like, sometimes the chromosomes don't they don't end up like let's say you have too many of one type which ends up leading to the like demise of the, the fetus because it's like it, it can't survive so like it just and that's why a miscarriage happens and that's the most common reason for a miscarriage so they test for that they test for like down syndrome um they'll test for edward syndrome with which is uh tri- trisomy of chromosome 18 and patel syndrome no 18 yeah 18 and then patel syndrome which is um tri- trisomy of uh chromosome 13 so what are those kinds of things like what are what would you uh i want to say those um i want to say like patel syndrome you the baby doesn't survive past like a year so they're like with down syndrome like there's a long longer lifespan Mm -hmm. i think with these they don't survive past a certain point um for the actual sim- like symptoms of it, I can't think of it on the sh- off the top of my head. But those are the three. Those are the only chromosomal, like, other than, like, the sex chromosomes where you could have, like, triple X or, like, XXY, which is abnormal. Like, for a female, it's always XX. For a male, and this is, like, not, this is obviously, like, a sex, the sex chromosomes. I'm not talking about, like, gender identity, obviously. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about, like, what you're, like, what the genetic chromosome you're made up with. It's either XX or XY. Mm-hmm. But there can be times where someone could be XXY mm-hmm. and that would be Kleinfelter syndrome. And like pretty much those are like they're genetically male, but they have like features of like extra estrogen. Mm-hmm. So they can form like small, small breasts. They could form um, just like have different they could have problems with infertility, like just random stuff like that. So it's more common to like those chromosomes to be duplicated but for the actual number ones the only possible ones that you can survive with is 13 18 and 21 other than that if you have something another one the the fetus will sadly um like kind of die oh my god that's so sad (laughs) no that's interesting and Mm -hmm. so when a baby a baby when the when the 
tests come back and and then if the test is normal Mm -hmm. it's like what does that mean like it has all their so 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 that test that we're talking about like it's pretty accurate it's not a hundred percent like you can't be like for sure your baby does not have it but they use that along with like other signs of possible like if you have a high risk of having a baby with down syndrome a lot of people don't know this but the higher the older you are the higher risk your baby could have down syndrome like it goes up a lot each year Mm -hmm. um and that's just because your eggs are older and pretty Mm -hmm. much like they don't divide as well so like chromosomes get too many on one side and not enough on the other if that makes Mm -hmm. sense Mm -hmm. i know that there are certain foods that they tell me to avoid you know once i got pregnant and i was like what like i did not know i couldn't eat deli like cold yeah jelly that, that one always surprises everybody it's crazy because i mean you probably knew about like the fish yeah like you know the, the raw, raw fish. fish you can't have the raw fish and you can't have too much mercury like all that mm-hmm. but like never did i imagine that you can't have deli like cold cut sandwiches yeah so it's obvious it's so like all of these are just like warnings like don't eat this but it doesn't mean it will cause it if you do eat it one time, right? Like, all of this is kind of rare. But, like, okay, when they are saying not to eat deli meats, they're trying to avoid... There's this bacteria called listeria. Uh-huh. Um, and it's a... It's like a foodborne illness that you can contract from. Soft cheeses. So, I don't know if you've ever heard, like, you can't really eat queso fresco that much. Yes, dude. But I <laughs> eat it anyway. Yeah. I feel you, bad. Like, you're not supposed to. You're not supposed... Like nothing will happen i i honestly will say like nothing's gonna happen if you eat queso fresco like one time right but they just tell you avoid it because it could have that bacteria so soft cheeses like that type of cheese queso fresco is a soft cheese um deli meats could carry this bacteria listeria which could cause meningitis in the baby so they tell you and it, and it could cause meningitis in you so you and baby would get like really sick so that's why they're just like literally just avoid it because you don't want that disease. Okay. So yeah, like a lot of the time I remember, I mean, even just like, I know obviously I think this is like what's the hard thing is like, you don't realize it when you get pregnant. Like there are so many things that actually have undercooked food or meat. Like, okay. So for example, like these typically say like, don't get medium rare steak. Mm-hmm. But dude, like I love You're medium like, rare. You're like well done is for psychos. It yeah, really like, is who though. Likes, who eats well done? Who steaks? likes gray, gray steak? Like it looks great. Ew, ew, that's <laughs> grossing me out. <laughs> me too. But people obviously get grossed out with like bloody steak. But like it's that's so interesting to me. Like it's hard for me to be like no. Like I'm gonna have medium well. Ew, like I I can't even do that. I can't even do medium well. <laughs> So, like, let's just not eat steak. And then, like, something that also has, like, you don't realize, like, you order a Caesar salad. Well, in the dressing, there's undercooked. uh, There's raw egg. Yeah. I See, I didn't know that. Like, I didn't. I remember you brought it. We went to eat. And you're like, oh, I can't eat the, like, Caesar dressing. And I was like, what? It's so weird. Like, with, it's just, it's just weird. Um, Hollandaise sauce. Like, I love that. At, yeah. like border foundry especially and like that also has undercooked uh eggs like un- uncooked mm-hmm. eggs holiday and, sauce is the one for like eggs benedict right yeah that yellow sauce mm-hmm. also like they typically say like stay away from that 
But then people are like, but if it's like a tiny bit, but I'm like, no, what if that tiny bit has like, it's just like, it starts to, yeah. yeah. Or like caffeine. Good thing is, it's like, I'm not a big caffeine person. Like I don't need it every day, but there's Mm -hmm. like women who like need caffeine, their daily dose of caffeine. What mm-hmm. happens when they get pregnant? Like, do you recommend like them not having caffeine a little bit here and there, like to watch like how much you consume? Like, and yeah, why is know. it bad? Yeah, um, I would I would say one to two caffeine caffeinated drinks is fine. Above that, I would avoid um, like like a cup of coffee. A cup one of, cup, yeah, or a one. cup of coffee is fine because like then you go to Starbucks and you get one venti. <laughs> you're like, bro, that has four. That's like shots. triple cups. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's like that's like triple shots. You're like, but I'm having one. <laughs> you're like, no. You're like, sis, mm. no, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, yeah, but I would say like one, one to two is fine, but not more than that because of that. Okay, good to know. Also, I feel like it would. Well, I guess it's different because caffeine is technically a drug. To mm. someone who's like addicted, people get addicted to caffeine. I mean, dad Correct. drinks like tw- twenty cups a day. Like, and when you don't drink it, you get headaches. Like, literally. Um, so it's crazy because I was about to say like, well, also like caffeine would just cause you to get anxiety when you're pregnant. Like, you're just your heart's racing. But I'm now I'm like putting myself in the shoes of someone who like loves caffeine, and who's like they, a caffeine addict that like yeah they, they probably need it to not feel anxious. Like, yeah. you get me? Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. it's interesting you don't realize like when you get pregnant like there's just so many restrictions there's so many things to look yeah there's so many things to look out for also mm, they're like no you can't eat that you can't eat that and then i'm just like watching like raymond eat a sandwich and i'm like he's like we can make sandwiches i'm like i, ca- I can't eat that but then like i've had to like okay i put it on a stove and like i warm up the deli the and like, i'll yeah. eat that if it's like warmed up if you can like kill anything but that's the thing like how do you i don't know it's just so weird it's a weird like <laughs> that's a whole other topic that i don't even know that's like microbiology like do you can you kill off bacteria and yeah you're like, like i don't know i'm pretty sure but i don't i got that's i don't know so like if i go to firehouse sub <laughs> or like if i go to like somewhere somewhere like a sub place uh, that i'm like craving i'm like so I hungry really craved ice like I now really... you made me want firehouse <laughs> dude it's so good <laughs> but i make them like put it in the oven and hoping that that's like what's gonna be fine yeah. I don't know, dude. Like, it's weird. It's a no, weird I know. thing. That is weird. I don't know. Like, I don't I don't really know that the microbiology behind it. Like, if that were is enough to kill the bacteria or not. You're just like, I hope it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's interesting. Yeah. So do you remember? Dude, I'm cracking up. I'm wait, I'm cracking up because guys, like, before we started, I was like, we're gonna be ten minutes in and I don't know. We are not going to know what to say anymore. Dude, why? No. Have, like, I did like, I, I like, not tell you this. You're like, we can talk one episode on pregnancy. I'm like, dude, pregnancy is like four episodes. Like, it's like, there's like, so I didn't much for these like sidebars. Like, I just was like, well, all the information I can say it could be done in 10 minutes. Yeah, but was, no, like so what's concerned. interesting is like hearing the so stories concerned. or like what you've heard and like the craziness. Like, honestly, like. It, that's what makes it interesting it's like be versus an informational podcast yeah like, like a lecture like yeah. we're not lecturing people here <laughs> exactly <laughs> so um 
But remember when you said that, do you remember with Kai, when I was pregnant with Kai, I was so intrigued and like I could, we were writing you, dude, we were like, right. You had a box for me and you were telling me like what my baby's <laughs> blood type can be based on like my blood type oh and my Raymond. God, yes. Yeah. And like, dude, you like made me give you a whole, like it was like an hour long <laughs> lesson on it. You we were like me. in our bed, like my bed. Yeah. And like you were like, okay, look. And like you pulled out your phone and like you did the whole like the square what is it called? The Punnett Punnet Square. Yeah. <laughs> and you were so telling me like... Do y'all remember the Punnett Square? You probably don't, guys, but in biology... You probably don't. Like you're genetic. all are stupid. Like, no, that's not I what you mean. mean. Like that. No, but like, it's because I told Alec one time and he's like, what's that? Well, the people that are listening that like are bio people know. Yes, for sure. But when I told Alec, he had no idea what that was. But then when I drew it out, he was like, oh, oh yeah, me too. Of. Same with me. Yeah. Like you yeah, showed it, me and I'm like, I remember this from bio, like literally. Yeah. Yeah. So, so literally like one day. You're I, like, so what is it? You no. Know, so <laughs> one day kidding. I came up to, to Sienna and um, I came up to her. No, like, I don't know how the conversation <laughs> came up, but I'm, I'm O negative. I have my blood type is O negative. And um, obviously it's like we know it's a very um, rare blood type, like a lower, not rare, but um, like it's not, There's not many people, people have in it. the world. Yeah. yeah. And those of us that don't know listening, like my blood type, like pretty much I'm golden. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> but like my blood type um, can go into every single blood type of the universe <laughs> i could yeah you're like a universal my, donor yeah my blood i'm a universal donor so like you can be a b you could be whatever and like my you blood can, can go into yours and it'll be fine however from like in order for me to receive yeah like if i want to receive blood if i ever need to receive blood i have to receive o negative and i can't receive anything else so i yeah. was like so intrigued by that i was like what do you mean like so i could just give everyone blood but like no one can give me and see yeah. i was like pretty much i'm like who gave me o negative yeah <laughs> so, i want to say it's ab positive is the universal recipient so like they can receive red blood cells from or red blood cells but like red like a blood blood, blood from anybody which is so cool to me i'm not yeah I think, like i think i'm o positive I think I'm O positive. I'm not really sure. And like, what difference is it between O positive and O negative? So, so yeah, actually this is like a huge thing in pregnancy um, for people. So positive and negative, it's, it's called the RH factor and that, so if you're positive, that means that you have the antigen present. So like it's RH antigen positive means you have it. So you won't form antibodies to it because like you have it in your body, your body recognizes it. If you're negative, you don't have that antigen. So anytime your body sees it, it's going to make an antibody against it because it's like, this is not a part of my body. It wants sense? to fight it. It wants to fight it because it's like, I don't even, I don't recognize this factor. Why is this in my body? Whatever. So so is that why I can't take any po anybody's blood but an O negative? Yeah, like, yeah, because the positive, you would have, like, a really bad reaction. Like, my body would be like, attack! It would reject, attack, okay. it would literally attack itself, and then you probably, maybe, would die. I get you. So, yeah, it would be like, no, we don't yeah. need this. Yeah. So, with people who are negative, they have to get a shot at 28 to 32 weeks. It's called Rogam. 
And this is when that whole conversation happened because you were about to get it and you're like, what is it? And I'm like, yeah. oh, girl. I think and I was like, a whole right lecture on it. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, right now, like right now with Kai. And I was like, I'm going to get like a shot. You're like, and then that's when you were like, wait, you're all negative. And I'm like, I don't know what that means, but I'm getting literally go get a shot. Like, and then that's when I was like, what do you mean? And it was so interesting to me because you're like, well, if your baby's a pot, like, what's Raymond? And I'm like, I don't I have no idea what Raymond's blood type is. And you're like, well, if he's negative, then it's fine. OK, that's my question. But if you're like, if he's negative, it's it should be fine. They're like, but if for whatever reason he's a positive and he gets like the baby, the baby gets, gets positive, uh huh, the baby could technically be attacked by your blood because it's like. What is this? It doesn't recognize the positive. Yeah. So usually it doesn't happen if like, let's say you were negative, the baby was positive and you didn't get Rogam. It doesn't really happen unless there's an accident and it's your blood, your blood and the fetal blood mix. It doesn't happen until after after the first one, because pregnant, I mean, birth is a traumatic experience. Bloods mix. There's bleeding involved. They mix. And then. In that period of time when you're not pregnant and then you get pregnant again, your body already formed all the antibodies against the positive antigen. So then mm. when you're pregnant with your second baby, literally, it'll attack the baby and it's then your baby might end up with a, like, pretty much just, like, it would be a, a death because, like, it's it, it's called hydrops fatalis and, like, the, bod- the baby pretty much, like, bloats. So, like... So, that's so interesting. So, like, yeah. That's why you yeah, take so the that's shot. Why you get... So the shot acts as like if it protects against the like if I think want to say if it's antibodies to the antigens that like your body will never detect it as different. Your body will never like find it open to like, oh, like there's that. It's the cover like it covers the antigens. It disguises it. I want to say. Dude, so like what would happen before Rogam? Like, see, I'm curious about like whoever invented Rogam, like would they just hope that their baby was negative? And maybe uh, or and if there was the positive, then like the baby wouldn't make. As I'm saying, like I yeah. feel like. No, I'm curious. Like I don't know when it was invented, but I'm like, what did they do before that? Did they just mm-hmm. hope that? Mm-hmm. And they probably didn't know. So like their baby might, might pass away, and they might be like, well, I don't know what happened. Literally. But now we know. Yeah. Now like, you know. Now it's like, know oh, that. it's because of this. And then yeah. they did tell me they're like, we, they're like, you don't have to get the shot, if. It was so funny. They were like, you don't have to get the shot. They're like, if you can, pr- if you can prove to us what kind of, um, what kind of ho- uh, blood your, your husband has, your husband has, yeah, then we don't have to give you, like, he would have to bring in his tests and show us what kind of blood he has. Results. Yeah. They're like, and they go, but like, if you're not sure if he's the father and you like, then now you're just risking. I'm like, no, like he is the you're father. Like, he's the father. <laughs> I'm like, but just but give yeah. me the shot anyway. Like, I don't want to go through the whole like, okay, he's good. Like, it's like fine. Having, like, having I'd rather have the it. shot. Yeah. Like, just. But he's like, yeah, like, well, technically, you don't need to if we can prove that you're. He's negative. There's no way the blood type would be positive. Would be positive. Yeah. The I'm only like, way wow. would be since you're negative. The only way would be would be if Raymond was positive, and and then the baby would maybe be positive like a 50 percent chance of being positive but the thing is the rogam is only indicated in moms who are negative like a mom who's positive doesn't have to get rogam because they recognize the antigen so they won't attack it Mm -hmm. 
like they already had the antigen in their body in the first place they and so like why is there such thing as like some like what are the different blood types is there like a a b negative yeah why can't that blood go into me to like save my life one day why a it's a negative because a b negative have both antigens they have both the a antigen and the b antigen o's don't have any antigens so if they see a b they're like you're super foreign and they make antibodies against a and b and that was that's what causes like a really bad reaction Okay, so the so reason everybody can get your blood is because you have no antigens on your blood. So they get it. It doesn't look foreign to them because there's nothing on it. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, though, our whole family is like O negative. Like Alec, mom, Diana. Yeah, I, I want to say I'm O positive. Like, I feel like I remember this, but no idea. I should, I should know. Like you know, we should like know each other. You should. I bet like people listening do not know their blood type. Yeah, they probably don't. I mean, that's not something you go get like randomly. Can I ask Raymond like what what's your blood type? He's like, I don't know. Like people just don't know their blood type. Yeah. Like I don't even know Kai's. Like I forgot what Kai's blood type is when he was (laughs) like. I remember like when he was born. I was like, oh, that's so interesting. But like now, I can't tell you. Like I don't remember. I don't think it's mine though. He doesn't have mine. He has Raymond's. Because I remember being yeah. like, oh, he doesn't have mine. Like, that I remember thinking. Because also, when you get tested, when you do the program, I want to say, no, actually, I got tested for gestation for my, like, my blood sugar. At 26. At 26. Probably. So it was the time before I did the I got my program, like four weeks yeah. before. Mm-hmm. And they test for gestational diabetes. Mm-hmm. Why is it that like people just out of they just like get diabetes when they're pregnant and only when they're pregnant? Um, it's a I want to say it's like insulin sensitivity goes down when you're pregnant due to I think it's called human placental lactogen and I think it causes insulin like resistance in pregnant females. But then once literally like delivery resolves it, and then a lot of people, but you do have a higher chance of getting type 2 diabetes in the future like i think it's like a 50 percent increase in chance mm. yeah and then why does a person if they come back positive for gestational diabetes like why do they become at risk so gestational diabetes could lead to a big baby okay and big babies are are could be dangerous to birth like for birth it yeah, has so preeclampsia right i don't know if diabetes causes preeclampsia but it it, can, it's linked no? to it yeah, that's I'm saying it's like linked. Like you test for everything, but I don't think gestational diabetes causes preeclampsia. Um, but yeah, preeclampsia is a pretty scary disease. Um, you can't, you can't, it has to be diagnosed after your 20th week, which is so interesting. Like the terms, they have to be very specific. So if you have like hypertension before 20 weeks, you're labeled as chronic hypertension. If you have, hypertension after 20 weeks you're labeled as gestational hypertension like there's an indication there's a different term for it um preeclampsia is pretty much you have high blood pressure and that's why at every visit they're probably checking your blood pressure all the time people who have high blood pressure they make you like check it like literally all the time because hypertension can cause um placental abruption which is a really bad like um like like a situation Mm -hmm. where like so and it's like really scary and dangerous for the mom and for the baby so like you need to keep like track of the hypertension um also hypertension can cause like a constriction of the blood vessels which like decreases growth of the fetus 
So that's why they're like super adamant about checking your blood blood pressure all the time. But preeclampsia is pretty much high blood pressure and you have protein in the urine, which means like your kidney function is kind of going down. Mm-hmm. Um, and what else is there? And swelling. Well, swelling is a component of pregnancy, right? But, but like extra swelling. I've seen. I think so. Heard. Eclampsia is all of that plus seizures, which is bad. Yeah. So people who have preeclampsia, like you do have to monitor them way more intensely than someone who doesn't have that diagnosis so um well that was kind of fun talking about more stuff about pregnancy like like you said it's super funny because pregnancy literally there's so much to talk about in pregnancy um and i feel like like stuff like learning about this stuff is pretty interesting even if you're not someone that's gonna get pregnant anytime soon mm-hmm. like it's still interesting to know um so you could at least like know what your what your body in the future will go through or like even i was even thinking like even males who are listening to this like they're at least like know like what's happening with their significant other Other. pregnant yeah 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 so i think it's cool um but maybe next time um we can talk about we can talk about like labor c-sections all that stuff all the like hospital stuff midwives versus obgyns um we can talk about all that stuff and then after, after birth and what happens after birth. Yeah. People don't know that you, you, I think you have to go to the, the OBGYN, I think like one or two more times after birth. Like, and so people don't know that. Yeah. Yeah. So okay. it was good to talk to you about this today, Crisia. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> yeah. Hi. <laughs> um, we'll see you guys next time. Yeah. All right. Thank you.